Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 319. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. I would say that I'm I'm surprised at how you're feeling, but I'd be lying. I mean, I get it. I, this is, like I told you, this is a movie I've seen a dozen times. It's I, I it's I'm, becoming an annual thing. I'm just dead inside. I I have no hopes and dreams. They're all gone. They've all been removed. Well, I mean, the dreams couldn't have been that grand. I mean, you you knew this was coming. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I knew it was coming. Doesn't doesn't make it hurt any less. Doesn't make it less any sure. embarrassing. Like it's like it's just oh, it's embarrassing for sure. It's brutal. It's brutal every year. It's the same thing over and over again. We were talking about it off air. This is not my year. It's just not my year for sports. Yeah, can you give the rundown for the people? I'm yeah. It was, it was... Uh, uh, lost in both championships of both fantasy baseball leagues. My fantasy football team is about to fall to three and four. Uh, I'm also a Broncos fan. I think everyone knows how that's going, and everyone experienced my true love. One-sided relationship, New York Yankees team let me down. So, I don't know what to do. I mean, is it really letting you down, though, if there was never really an expectation otherwise? There was. There was. Kind of. Kind of. I don't know. It's terrible. And then it's like, First thing I wake up and I read is that they're expected to bring back Brian Cashman. Expected to bring back Boone. It's the greatest news I've heard all day. Just run it back. Run it back to the same result. Let's do it. Why not? We all hate you, but it's all good. Every every single Yankees fan hates both of those guys right now. And that's the news that you're going to wake up to. Hal Steinbrenner, I think, was adopted. I don't think there's any of his father's blood running through him at all. Well, you mentioned that. And let me let me ask you this. This is kind of a, an unrelated tangent here. But the video resurfaced today. I was scrolling through Twitter, and I the video was resurfaced of Derek Jeter. Uh, I don't even remember what the occasion was for, but he was at Yankee Stadium and he was giving a speech and he was talking about he wants to thank the Steinbrenner family. And then they were booing him because he was talking about Hal and they were, the fans were booing. And, and then he said, no, you're going to want to cheer. Trust me. And then the people started cheering. Do you have any idea what, was what that the, was about? Was the team behind him? Jeter? It was recently, I think. Like during the speech, was he in uniform and everything or no? No, he was in, I'm pretty sure he was in just like a suit. 
Oh, uh, then it was it was probably either like his his uh, monument park ceremony. I think that's what it was. Yeah, or the the number of retiring ceremony. One of the. But two. there was there was some speculation that maybe he he knows something that we don't. Like, what do you have any idea what that could be? Do you think he's getting brought in in some sort of role? I don't, I mean I I could see maybe like a like a fail upwards situation for Brian Cashman. You know what I mean? Like he fails upwards to a role that is no longer GM. I guess uh, that's the only thing I can think of. And, and like there's rumors about like bringing Jeter in as like player of baseball ops. And it's like God. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't All right, matter. Well- how none you, of it matters. None of it, it matters. Except it, it very I'm no much longer, matters. I'm done getting my hopes up. Like I'll never, no. I'm never gonna get caught in this situation again. I will never be surprised by this team again. It very much matters, and we're gonna have to to break it down from every last angle. Uh, but before we do that, let me ask you: Do you want to? Do you just want to get right into that, or do you want to talk Padres Phillies? We do have a voicemail that's related to Padres Phillies, I do believe. I do declare. It doesn't doesn't matter to me either. That none of the, none of this matters. All right. So, well, let's for for the sake yeah. of entertainment, let's let's hold off on the Yankees Astros talk till after, and we'll 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 look at uh, we'll start on a positive note. We'll look at the Padres. Well, I guess All it right. depends on who you're a fan of, but yeah. I think most of most of baseball is is happy with the outcome. Let's look at the uh, Phillies Padres. Uh, but before we do that, no, it's not an ad read. Uh, we got a voicemail, and for some reason our soundboard isn't working. So instead of playing it over that like we usually do, we're gonna have to run it back like we did last episode and just old go school. old school and play it over the phone. So here you go. Andrew from Braves Content, currently driving down the road. It is Sunday, October the 23rd, like five minutes till six o'clock. And I'm on my way to meet my fiance's family. I'm running late because I took a shower, got out, and I'm watching the game on FS1. Real Muto gets a hit. I'm like, well, I can't leave with Harper coming up to bat. So he takes a couple pitches. And I'm like, oh, dude, he's, he's about to crank one. There's no way he's not cranking a homer right here and putting his team in the lead. Is the next pitch, dude, and he pimped it all the way to first. Oh, my God, I was jacked. I was like, let's go. Oh, man, and it's crazy. I hate the Phillies, but, dude, I just love, I love good baseball. So I just wanted to call on uh Hit you guys live on the scene. Let you know that I was uh, late because of uh, watching some baseball. But uh, man, Harper's in uh, Harper and Jordan in the World Series is about to be crazy. So. <laughs> All right, see you guys. See what I mean? Like the Phil- people are jumping on board with the Phillies. They just want to see yeah. good baseball, and that's what the Phillies are playing. And look, I I believe I mentioned this last episode. But the Phillies Padres, although it only went, it only went five, right? Uh, yeah, 
Like, although it only yeah. went five, it was a far, far more entertaining series to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Than whatever happened on the other side. I don't know what that was. That wasn't good baseball. Well, it wasn't baseball on one on one side of it. Um, but yeah, like people are just on board with it, and that's why I'm saying I think people are happy with the outcome of uh, or most people, not all people. I think most people are happy with with the way things turned out, and knowing what lies ahead starting Friday, I think a majority of people, possibly even interdivisional fans, are going to be pulling for the Phillies. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, the Phillies, it, it's that it's, I mean, it's, it's corny and it's, and it's overused, but it's like that team of destiny feeling where it's just like, you, you, it doesn't matter. They're the hottest team right now. Um, pitching is lights out. Bullpen is lights out, which is just, it's, I mean, defense is lights out. It's just, that's not what you've, said about the Phillies in recent years. So they're just, they're playing phenomenal baseball. Um, Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins are just on a different planet. I don't know what they're eating for breakfast. I don't know what's happening in their personal life, but whatever they're doing, keep going, keep doing it. Cause they are otherworldly right now. Um, and it's like, I'm really, this is good for baseball. Like when you have a superstar perform this way, and I think this is pretty much like the longest stretch that we've seen an opportunity for Bryce Harper, and he hasn't disappointed. He's over 400, right? He's hitting over 400 so far in the postseason. Pretty sure, yeah. He has the... That's stupid. I believe he has the longest postseason hitting streak in the Phillies organization. I'm not sure where it ranks across the entire league, but for the organization that he is currently employed by, he has the longest postseason hitting streak. I think he's up to it's like ten or eleven. Yeah. And there's like there's just this calmness that they have. You know what I mean? Like someone's gonna pull through. Even when they went down one. And what, you know, Andrew was referring to in the voicemail, it's like, all good. And and Bryce Harper's interview was like, that only happens if JT does his job. And he did. So it's like, they're just, they're all bought in at all the same time. They're all having fun. And we are going to have the hottest team in baseball playing against probably the most complete team in baseball. It's going to be a good World Series. It really is. When Bryce stepped up to the plate in the bottom of the eighth, did you, if you had to put a, a percentage odd on it, what do you think, what were you thinking would happen? If you had to put odds on it. It's just the way I, I, sent, a, I sent a message into Chalkboard earlier in the game when he ripped that single to the left side. And I was just like, it's such a beautiful thing seeing Bryce Harper go the other way. And it's such a beautiful thing to see that oppo power that he has. And when he's able to see a ball deep, it's like, 
it, I, I, it's just, a, it's up there with judge going the other way. It's up there with the Stanton power the other way. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just as impressive and he doesn't, he's never really gotten that recognition over the last year or two of him becoming a complete, a complete hitter. He really is a complete hitter and the way he changes his, uh, his approach with two strikes. It's like the guy has really altered his game. And I think he understands that like my 30 home runs will come naturally. I don't need to try for it. My 30 home runs will come no matter what. My 100 RBIs will come no matter what. So I'm just going to find a way to hit. And the oppo power is so impressive. And it's like, that's not, it's not that small of a ballpark to go to left center in. That's what, like a 12 foot wall as well? Like, that's not, he makes it look small. He makes it look like a hitter's ballpark to left center. And it's really not. I, I didn't think it was going to be a home run. I kn- I knew he was getting on. I knew he was going to pass the baton, but I di- I just I don't know. I didn't see it. And then when it happened, it was like it, it was just this perfect moment. It was like the pimp job, the walking down the line, them looking over at his dugout, just flexing the Phillies across his chest. Comes home, crosses home plate, says I'm that guy gets back into the dugout and the camera's still on him and it and it sees him, you know, warding out. I can't believe I just did that. But you have like those blackout moments, right? Like all those all the veterans and all the former players talk about like uh, you just have these moments that sometimes you black out. What an amazing thing. And it's like the the overrated thing just can't be it, it it's it it doesn't make sense to ever have in the conversation with him. I'm sorry. It just it doesn't. It's he's he's gotten to the point where he is fully developed. He is a complete baseball player. Yeah, I was gonna say not bad for uh for overrated, huh? Yeah. It's just I don't get that. It's not there. And I get I understand the fact because he's been really hyped since sixteen years old. And that's all we've heard about since he was 16. Where is he? Where does he let you down? You know what I mean? Shout out Dave Dombrowski as well. He's he's been thrown under the bus a lot. He's been bad mouthed on this podcast a lot. The guy knew something that no one else did. And you gotta like you gotta tip your cap to a team that's willing to adjust. And and Dave Dombrowski didn't want to die on his sword. He made the move to move on from Gregorius. He made the move to to move on from from Girardi, right? Brought in some key pieces that really just kind of settled in this whole lineup. Alec Bohm, you can't put enough of like credit on him for going out there and putting the work in after being horrible defensively in the beginning of the year. It's like everybody bought in. Real Muto is becoming, not becoming, but he is shining the way you expect. I it, I still think he's the best catcher in the league. And he's really showing out. And Reese Hoskins looks like the hottest player on the planet right now. Yeah, definitely a uh, redemption series for him because I know he had been hearing it from the fans and... I mean, it doesn't. It does. To be fair, it doesn't take much for them to to let you know. But he he had the two, which I believe happened after our last recording. He had the game with the two two run homers, 
And then he had the home run yesterday in the clincher. So, I mean, yeah, quite a redemption series for him. So glad to see that for him. Um, I was also paying attention, kind of going back in the series, um, game three, where it was like Rob Thompson was like all chips in the middle of the table for game yep. three. Um, and he managed it like a game seven. And I thought that was like, that was just huge. Like it winning that and just being like, we're, we're not going, we're not going back to San Diego. I want game three. We need game three. And they dropped some stat that I wrote down where it was like 70% of game three winners move on in the series. In a best just because, of seven. like, just think of that leverage that you have. If you take game yeah. three, just th- look at the numbers. If you go down after three, you then have to win two. I mean, it's simple math, but you then yeah. have to win two to reclaim the series lead. Right. It's just too hard to do in in that ballpark with the momentum on the on the yeah, Philly side. Yeah, and changing like, ballpark like it's if you can take game three, you and you just yeah. you just read it off the the odds are heavily in your favor, and you they they took that momentum and ran with it. And we talked all last episode about the atmosphere in Philly, and you had all mm. these. Uh, we were talking about it off air. You had all these San Diegans in the in the comments on TikTok saying, "All right, yeah, we'll see about that." It's about to get real quiet. Well, it didn't actually. Yeah, they won all they three didn't. in Philly, and we didn't get a chance to go back to San Diego to see uh, those ap- apparently wild fans that we kept hearing about because uh, the Phillies took care of business uh, How did in you Philly. Feel- on the Padres side, how did you feel about Hader being in the bullpen for that that Harper at bat? I mean, he only had what one appearance this series. I think, he, I think he had to pull that. I think he had to pull that trigger, right? You like, have to pull that trigger. That's they, the they most. That's the most important at bat of the series, yeah, the series and the season for the Padres. I think, I think what we've really recognized over the last few years is that like the save doesn't always have to come in the ninth inning. Like, that doesn't always have to be the highest leverage point, right? You can bring your closer in. And it just, it didn't make sense to me to leave Hader in the bullpen for the heart of the lineup in the eighth. And I know they said on post game that, like, Ranger Suarez was, uh, that was the only lefty home run he's, he's given up was against Harper right there all year. So I understand the numbers. But it's like, as a as a manager on the Padres side, who who do you want to lose with? You want to lose with your best guy, right? You want to play that card. I think it was a mistake to leave Hater in the in the bullpen. I don't think that was the right call. And even if it's like, even if even if Harper rips a double, you're like, you know what? At least we kept him in the ballpark. I I just didn't understand that. I I, I would have gone Hater. Hundred percent. As soon as as soon as Rio uh, Rio Muto put a you know put a knock into the outfield, I would have gone in in the hater right away. I'm just trying to fathom a scenario in which because I was trying or to start them my... or start the inning with them, right? Yeah, like they exactly. talked about that. They're like, oh, we don't like bringing closer in with with a guy on. It's like, well, then start the inning with them and let them face Rio Muto. Yeah, I mean, in situations like that, I try to put myself in the shoes of the fan base that is the most invested at that point and for this situation would be the Padres fans. And 
I'm trying to think if I were them, how I would have responded had Hader started the inning or even gone in for, for Harper's at bat and he would have done and, and the outcome would have been the same thing. Right. If you're a Padres fan, could you possibly, I mean, sure you'd be upset at the outcome, but could you be upset with the decision that was made to go with your best guy at that point in time? And I just, I don't think there's a, a scenario that would have that result. I, yeah, and but with the again, way that they went, like, you can be upset because you're going. We our, traded for our this guy. Best guy is yeah. currently out there, and I think they even said he was warming up, wasn't he? He was hot. I think he yeah, was good he to was go. ready to roll. Well, all for nothing, I guess. Because I mean, you had the the inning started with Rio Muto, three hole, Harper four hole, Castellanos five. What are you doing? That's the bottom of the eighth. Like if you're. Are you saving Hater for the bottom half of the order for the ninth? Why? You've proven that you have other reliable arms in the bullpen. Use your guy, the guy you traded for. The guy that's arguably the hottest closer on the planet right now for what he's done in, in the postseason before. In a must-win game. I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like the 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 staying with Ranger Suarez. I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm not saying. Um, wait, Ranger Suarez is that who it was? Mm-hmm. Not Rain. Wait, wait, Rangers the Philly one. I was gonna say. I was like, wait a minute. Who's the who's the who's the Padres Suarez? We'll look it up. We got gotcha. you. Um, no, but what I was going to say, Robert Swears. Robert Swears, sorry. Um, what I was going to say is, uh, it was just too conservative from, from Bob Melvin. Like you, mm -hmm. you, you're in an elimination game. You can't get cute. He got too cute by, yeah. by trying to be overly strategic. And I know it's the whole like hindsight, the whole Monday quarterback situation. We can sit here and say, well, he got too cute. But the reality of it is, is you. The only explanation for why Hater's not in that game is he was saving him for a situation which he thought he could provide more value for the club, and that clearly didn't pan out the way he expected well, here, to. But the the thing is, is you have to if it if it means you th throwing your absolute best on the table, pushing all of your chips in. That's what you have to do, and then you. Next game, game six, you just have to figure out a way to make it work. You have to have, you have a some, travel so, day. You have a travel day in between. That was the last game like, in Philly. That's so just, don't tell me like you're worried about overusing him. Like, he has a day off. That's a mistake. That's a miss. And and I get it. Like the post game was like, oh, we've never seen Hater go six outs. And we you don't need to ask him to go six outs. I actually don't. So here's the thing. I actually don't think they had a travel day scheduled. I really? think they were going straight into it. Yeah, because right they, into San Diego. Because oh. if the Yankees had won last night as well, I think both games were scheduled for today. And that was part mm, of okay. that was part of the whole restructured postseason was eliminating some of the some of the off days that we've come to know in the past. Yeah. So 
That's they wouldn't okay. have had well, the travel day. That should have happened earlier in the freaking postseason. <laughs> yeah, but my entire. I'd point rather. Is, I'm okay with. I'm by the just don't lose your train of thought here. But I'm okay with games off towards this part. Sure. CS World sure. Series. Don't yeah. you don't need games off for the division series and wild card. And it's like you need to be hopping right into it during no, that. Definitely series. not the wild card. They that's just part of the deal. That's just you, go right through it. Like no days off. Just go right through it. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, just the like I was saying, the whole the whole elimination game approach was way off track last night with the Padres. Like you just have to you have to do everything you can to win. Because if you don't like if you don't win, then what difference does it make? At least if you do what you can to win, if you use hater, if you use everybody off the bench that fits the uh, that that warrants being used in that s- scenario. Yeah. You at least extend you you give yourself another day of life. You give, give yourself day. another day to figure it out. You give yourself another day to see if maybe the Phillies have an off day or maybe consecutive yeah. off days where they just don't have it and you're able to take advantage and maybe even win the series. Yeah. But you don't was know there, that because you don't play your best. I'm assuming there was a, a post game interview with Hater questions and stuff like that. But if you're him, like I I would want the ball. I was brought here for this scenario. This specific scenario, the one you imagined when you traded for me and you didn't use me. It's a mistake. It's a miss. And Bob Melvin's an excellent manager. He should know Which better. Which is where I'm confused. It just didn't... I'm like, this seems like a pretty pretty clear-cut decision yeah. here. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, I don't know. On the other side, you just saw, like, dominance from multiple relievers with the Phillies. You've seen it the whole time. Um, I think this break for the World Series not starting until Friday gives them a, a, a an advantage to kind of get back. You saw, you know, Alvarado, Sir Anthony Dominguez, like both of those guys were starting to get a little loose, right? They were losing a little bit of control. They were a little wild. Sir Anthony Dominguez, what did he do? He gave up uh, he gave him an earned run. He had two walks. So it was like they were starting to show a little bit of a crack in the in the armor. So this break is going to be good for them because they're going to be able to get back to normal. David Robertson does not look quite right either, by the way. That calf thing that he was dealing with. Two walks. Dude, I said I think before. a wild pitch or something. I've said before, speaking of calves, dude, that guy's like where his Achilles are, you could cut that with a piece of paper. Yeah. Massive calves. He's a major league pitcher, so that's that's one thing. Yeah. No, that that's what I'm saying, the calves, but I'm saying down by his Achilles. You can cut skinny yanks. You cut that with a piece of paper. I don't I don't know how how he makes that work, but he makes it work. I don't know. For now. Uh but but look, Philly, like you already mentioned, and we've been throwing this out there the the last few episodes, I feel like, but they're a team of destiny. And it's a yeah. matter of, I don't know, was it their destiny to make it to this point and and tip their caps? I don't, or, I don't or, know. Are we, looking I mean, at a, are we looking at a 2019 Nationals? Are we looking at a 2021 Braves? Which, by exactly. the way... Houston needs to figure it out against the NLEs. Like I don't understand why that's your why that's your kryptonite, but 
Yeah, I I think 2020 is kind of a, a wash just because it's a totally different scenario. And I'm not saying that that, that ring doesn't count, but it's just like a, you can't really compare the Dodgers to any other season. There wasn't really an opportunity for a team of destiny at that point. You know what I mean? Um, then, then, yeah, I it kind of feels like it's it's that way, but I guess we can get into it now. Um, the Astros, I mean, they just they they look ridiculously complete, and it's from all angles, everywhere. They don't make mistakes. There's no, there's no, there's no mistakes. And when mistakes are made on the other side, they 100% take advantage immediately. That's what good teams do. It's crazy. It's crazy. They're a really good ball club. Before we go just full in on the Astros Yankees, I had one other thing for you. Did you by chance see the Moneyball Rice Harper video? No, I feel like it's used for every single big home run. Dude, it was great. This one, months, this but... one was, this one was fantastic. It, it hit you yeah. in the feels a little bit. I'm not yeah. like I was reading the, I was reading the the comments and people were like, I'm not even a Phillies fan, and like I'm, yeah. I'm watching this on repeat. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's good. It's this is good for baseball, honestly. Like it's good for baseball. You got to have your superstars in the biggest moments, and and. He, it's not like he rode any coattails to get here. You know what I'm saying? He's been great. And he's been the leading force. And it's like the other guys that they brought in have come up clutch in huge, huge moments. Um, I know Castellanos isn't really doing much offensively in the postseason, but like he had that huge catch in right field against the Braves. You remember that sliding grab that yeah. like – Pretty much just ended all hopes there. Schwarber's hitting balls in the moon. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you brought guys in and they're doing their job. That's cool. It's really good to see. Brandon Marsh playing excellent defense, running the base as well. Yeah, they're they're they pulled the they made the right moves. They pressed the right buttons. And it's showing off. I love it. I think I've given up on trying to convince people about the Phillies because I feel like I've abused the the tech screenshot for March at this point. So I think I'm you just gonna have. leave it. I think I'm just gonna leave it at that and just let it play out. People, the yeah. the people that need to know, know. That's all I'm gonna say. The listeners know. Yeah. They know. They know. I've been saying this, and I mean. Not to, not to pat myself on the back or anything, but I think my postseason record is now at nine and one. Pretty solid. I've used. Uh, I'm convinced, though. I, I I'll be used up after this year. Like, don't come to me for any predictions or anything. I've uh, I'm using yeah. all my all my voodoo magic this year, well, and I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. So it doesn't that's matter. About it. Um. All right. Well, I guess I guess if you really want to. I mean, I I was indifferent about even talking about the Yankees Astros, but you insisted on it. So if if you yeah. really want to talk Yankees I Astros, I couldn't wait. I woke up can, wanting to immediately. We can do that. 
you even threw out that you said last night, you said it's my preference to do tonight if possible, if the Yankees get swept. And I said, I said, I'd really actually do it tomorrow. Give, give myself a day to get my head straight. And he's lying to all of you folks. <laughs> I'm the one that said that. I don't I said, think I I'm could gonna, have recorded last night. I said, I'm going to need a day to get my head straight. And you said, no, I really want it. And I was, it's like, let's just, let's just do it tomorrow. And here we are. Here we are. Before we do that, though, actually, you know what? Let's let's do a little game here. I'm gonna I'm gonna mentally assign in my head three numbers here. Um, all right, pick a number one to three. Three. Seeky, it's answer to all your ticket needs. You're looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or even looking months ahead to net on a date to get tickets for that sell? With Seeky, you can find tickets, games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it look even better for you. We're making it look even better. Why would we make it oh, look better no. for you? That, that the wheels fell off there. I get it. I've been there. I have no wheels left. So the wheel. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle, all caps, at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. It's all you got to do to save some of that. Cold hard cash. Enter promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at checkout. Also, link up with us on Chalkboard. We're gearing up for the World Series. We've got pretty much a week off until we get things going so link yeah. up with us over there talk with us talk with baseball fans just hop in the chat you don't even have to stay you don't have to stay in the chat no it's just you like just a drop a comment like, and leave just drop a comment leave and if it's a if it's a great take then great but if it's not you'll you'll know it by the time yeah. you get back when you when you check because the people will let you know yeah and if uh, we have but, any degenerate gamblers out there that like to share their their uh their bets we do have a little section for that as well so you can talk a little bit about betting talk about this world series i'm uh should we just go ahead and delete these chats the phillies padres and yankees astros ones yeah i went ahead and got the uh well, got the world series one set up i'll go ahead and delete those real quick we'll just sayonara um tell us about uh Oh man, I, Yankees Twitter right now is a dumpster fire. I am here for it. I can't. It. I can't go. I can't do it. I won't I'm do here it for it. You know, we might let's do a segment towards the end, or heck, we can lead off with it. Let's let's just read off some random Yankees Yankees Twitter tweets. <sighs> All right. Uh, but before we do that, tell us about Big League Chew. Misery loves company, right? Big League Chew, founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouch is packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum, but head to Big League Chew's social media channels, at Big League Chew on Twitter, at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram. Also hit up on TikTok. 
to show off your big league bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers or purchase any of their websites directly. Oh no. Purchase any of their websites. You can't do that. You can't purchase their website. They're not a, they're not, this isn't GoDaddy. You can purchase any of their products directly from their website, however. A bigleaguechew.com, BLC, Big League Chew. Let's talk uh, Yankees Astros, but I just need to lead off with one question. And that question is what possessed, what possessed the New York Yankees? to FaceTime David Ortiz before game four to help them get their heads right. I didn't get that either. So I I don't remember who did it. I want to say somebody outside of the Yankees decided that was a good idea, like a former player or something. Someone lined that up. I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was. I don't remember who. Somebody. It was no. I think it was. uh, It was Eduardo Perez. That's who it was. Eduardo Perez made it happen, and he like asked Boone to do it. I think Boone gave it the green light. Who would be motivated by that? Why would? Why would any? Why would any Yankees player be like? Uh, okay, you're showing more Yankee failure to motivate us. Yeah, but, weren't they watching the clips from the O for the O four yes. series? Yeah, when the Red Sox were down three nothing in the series, and they came back and won it. So it's like, does that not why? tell you where the state of your organization is at right now? I don't they understand have- why there's there's no like hatred, there's no like anger, <laughs> there's no like. There's zero confidence. It's comical. It's embarrassing. That that's embarrassing, dude. That is Bad. that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> there is no scenario where I see that working. I don't know. I have no idea. But they did it. So is it safe to say that uh, they they didn't actually want Houston? Yeah, I don't know what that was about either. I don't I don't I didn't understand the entire party in the streets under the subway rails after beating Cleveland. I was like, what? supposed to beat that team they're not that good you made them look really good you made them look like a really good ball club yeah that's not that shouldn't have happened so it's like what do i don't understand what we're celebrating what are we chanting are you willing to go out on a limb i don't even i don't even know if you're like going out on a limb would you be willing to say that the Yankees organization and the fans that support it are no longer the elite that they once were? Because based on the way that I was seeing fans interact, engage, talk about the Yankees this week, 
It was embarrassing. It truly there's nothing, was. There's nothing elite. There's nothing. There's nothing elite. I mean, the levels that they were stooping to. There's nothing elite. There's nothing elite about the Yankees. I mean, the amount of times I saw the question asked, well, what time do the Red Sox play today? Wasn't there a point in time where they could not have cared less about what was going on in Boston? Yeah. Because that sure seemed to be the the go-to yesterday is, well, when, how are the Red Sox doing? It's like, okay, well, join us in the graveyard of teams that are no longer playing in this 2022 season. Like, you got us. Good one, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's, it, none of this matters. Like, I, there, there's a mix of fans that are, that will stoop down to that level of being happy that we are still playing at this point. But it's like the, I don't know. I feel like current Yankees fans should have the understanding that it's World Series or failure. Nothing else. The standard is still there. That's the problem. That's what I don't understand is that the standard is still there, but somehow fans and even the Yankee organization doesn't see that standard as the priority anymore. They're actively running away from it. It doesn't make sense. They're actively running away from it. They see the standard. They know. They remember. They recall a time in baseball history, in Yankees history, when, like you said, it was World Series or bust. Yeah. And then you have your fans that are just just like, okay with this. And now they're just happy if they extend their season a couple days beyond that of the Red Sox. Like, is that the new standard now? I don't know. I mean, there's so many. The New York Yankees won as many ALCS games as the Red Sox did this year. So, congrats. You extended your season by a few days, but at what cost? To officially get Boone out the door? Because that's pretty much the only thing that this series potentially helped accomplish. It won't, but I'm just saying that's the only, that's the only, if you're a Yankees fan, that's the only positive that comes out of this, but you're extending your season a few days. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would love to clean house, clean house, not to mention, I mean, you mentioned cleaning house, the, uh, as, as. I would say most Yankee fans were probably thrilled to see four more games of Josh Donaldson. And that, to me, the final game with having both Donaldson and IKF in the lineup, that, to me, gave me the feel like Cashman knows he's gone. Because he's like, I have to stand by my moves. I have to stand by the guys that I said were going to get us a, a, a ring. You know what I mean? I saw. I think video- that's Cashman telling Boone, you have to keep Donaldson in the lineup. You have to keep IKF in the lineup. Because saw- that's that's my side. That's why yeah. I that's why I did what I did. I made these moves. I have to I have to live or die by these moves. Oh, conveniently, it's up right here. Here you go. Here's here's what uh what Brian Cashman said. 
not all that long ago. The past, and we appreciate what Gio's done, but but he's not Josh Donaldson. Do you see first base? They're asking him to compare Gio Urshela to Josh Donaldson. He said, I'd like to thank him for what he's done, but he's not Josh Donaldson. Well, that's a fact. Compare the numbers. They did upgrade in many ways. The Yankees flipped the script on defense, and they became a top-five defensive team. And I got to give them credit for that. But at what point are we are we going to pay attention to the predictability of of the lineup and the and the same approach? Everyone has the same approach, and it and I, I'm I can't I'm not going to give excuses because I don't think it would have changed. But guys like DJ LeMahieu and Ben Attendee that are more of like the scrappy hitter, the more of the guys that are going to fight through a you know fight through an AB and and scratch and claw to find a way on base. Those guys missing really, really made that lineup rough. That was tough. And and I, I just I would love to see Bader, Benintendi, and DJ LeMahieu at full strength in the same lineup, and you're able to space those guys out. And you have those guys that can kind of flip it over and, and turn it over to the next guy. Um that it's unfortunate because it's like every team is dealing with injuries. Everybody, everybody's lost guys that are, you know, key signature pieces. And that's what good teams do. They have guys that step in and, and fill the role. And it's like the Yankees couldn't do that. Um, but yeah, I, it's, I don't, I don't see how Cashman can stay. I don't, I don't see how he can stay. I don't see how Boone can stay, but it's sounding like they're both going to stay. Which is that's, wild. That's music to the ears of American League baseball fans everywhere. I know. At what point do you realize that that combo just isn't it? Like how How many times, if you're the Yankees, do you continue to trot that duo out there? I... I was kind of thinking of the moves that, that that Boone tripped up on. And I would say like leaving Clay Holmes in in Cleveland, leaving him in the bullpen when Clay Holmes said he was good to go, said he was feeling fine, and we got walked off against with Clark Schmidt. I don't understand that. Clark Schmidt is is a triple A starting pitcher. He's a depth piece, and you left him in in that position. That's a Boone mistake. Not taking Donaldson out of the lineup. I don't know if that's a Boone mistake. It could have been just Cashman saying he's staying in every game. You can't, you can't take that out. If you look at defensive metrics, IKF is just as good at third. And he's way better at third than he is at short. I would have put IKF at third after the twelfth strikeout after of Josh Donaldson. I would have moved IKF to third, put Peraza or Cabrera at short, and just live with that. Donaldson does nothing more than run his mouth, and there's no there's no substance there. And it brought me a great amount of joy to read this nugget from from Brian Hotch, Hotch last night. He said. 
Josh Josh Donaldson ended his seasons striking out multiple times in seven straight postseason games, becoming just a second player in MLB playoff history to reach that mark. The only thing I think about when I read that is him doing his little his little jawing hand gesture. Yeah. From the uh I don't even remember what series it was, but I'm just like it this guy's all talk and then when it comes time to actually show up when his team right. actually needs him. That was the only thing that would have made last night sweet better is if it actually wasn't Judge to end the series and it Donaldson. would have been Donaldson going down looking. Uh, yeah, I also, don't know how many I don't know how what many was base that, he left on base. What was that last strikeout? Why was he why was he jawing with the umpire? Could that have been more down the middle? I have no idea. I don't, I blacked out. Guys, uh, I mean, we talk about fraudulent teams all the time. At some point, we're going to need to start looking at players because he he'd have to be right up there towards the top. Um, He's lost, and I I the Yankees have to cut ties. And there you can find defense elsewhere. And they have youth. Like I, they have to clean house. There is so much coming up. Everyone has to be up for grabs. I think the names that you have to make sure that are written into the lineup next year, Cole's not going anywhere. Um, Stanton's not going anywhere. Bader is going to play center field until Jason Dominguez is ready. Just probably another year or two. You got to find a way to bring back Judge. Otherwise, like the Bronx is going to burn down if you can't bring back Judge. If you're not going to to move on from Cashman and Boone, you have to bring back Judge. And there could be somewhat of a stipulation there because it seems like Judge is like very pro Aaron Boone. So I'm wondering if that's the only way the Yankees can get Judge to re-sign is if they hang on to Boone. Right? That's the only thing that would maybe make sense. Um, And Rizzo. And Trevino, I guess. Trevino is one of the... I think he's going to win a gold glove. He's one of the best catchers in the league this year. Uh, Glaber, up for grabs. IKF, Donaldson, I don't care. I really don't care. Go work at Arby's. Just leave. Go away awful ikf cost us so much so much this year countless mistakes he is awful at shortstop that cannot happen again higashioka gone time for austin wells to come up be the backup catcher start to groom him to get more playing time you got Peraza at third, Cabrera at short, or Volpe at short. I don't care. Maybe Cabrera at second, Volpe at short, Glaber's gone. All of them are gone. I don't just move on. Move on from everybody. Clean slate, start over. I don't care if it's a fourth place finish next year. It's time to change. This is awful. Every year it's the same thing. And you think that it's only a couple pieces. And I understand there were major injuries to the bullpen. I understand that the first half bullpen was probably the best bullpen in baseball. But you can't just sit there and assume that it's a couple things that need to happen. Moving on from Gary Sanchez was the first step. The rest of the baby bombers are done. Glaber's done. And Glaber's probably going to go, again, find success somewhere else. 
Sure he will. He's really talented at second base. Really good at second base. He's just stubborn with his swing and his approach. And he went like a like a three-month stretch of eliminating a leg kick with two strikes. And once the postseason started, he's all just daddy hacks. I don't get it. I don't know. Hicks, please, please. I, I hope Arby's doesn't even hire you. I hope you're out of baseball. Go take up golf. You're better at golf. Because that was the worst season I think I've ever seen from a $70 million contract. You mentioned Higashioka, which we haven't even talked about this yet. But I would love to get your thoughts on the whole uh, open, closed roof situation. Because what was that? First of all, straws, dude. That's like there's no telling me that it didn't look like Bregman got all of his. I'm sorry. Like I know people feel strongly about Alex Bregman. That ball was going out. Like open roof, closed roof. The ball was going out. Well, I mean, I I think that like metrics wise, it, it it was weird, mainly because of the judge home run. Like they they said like it was like a one oh six exit velocity with his launch angle should have gone like four fourteen, and it ended up going like three seventy something. So that one was weird, and then I think that was the argument was because Bregman hit it like ninety one. I mean, it got out, but that's, I mean, it's Crawford boxes versus right field. So it's like, you can't really, I don't know. It's not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because when you have no confidence, when you have no, what's the word I'm looking for? Not responsibility, but uh, like self-ownership, basically. I don't know what that word is. I'm missing it. Um, This is what you do. Is that you you start to you start to rely on other things. You're just you're falling and you're just trying to grab as much as you can. Oh, the Red Sox didn't win. Oh, oh, the roof is open. That's why we lost. Oh, we lost. You just lost so many pieces in the bullpen. It's like, stop. The better team won. That's the way it goes. The better team won. You made really big mistakes, and you know Bader's drop ball. Like that's Judge's ball all day. Don't know what you're doing over there. Uh, led to a two-run home run. Last night. Glaber was, trying that, to get too quick with the double play, and IKF is coming at him 90 miles an hour across the bag. Wasn't that bad of a flip. That that uh, home run, that drop ball from Bader, that was, that was huge. That was clutch from uh, Cole. Letting him know that he had him. He was going to pick him up. That was Yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, yeah, we're done. The cringiest, like, I'm sorry, dude. I, I know I've said this, and that fortunately this will be the last time we have to talk about it. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, about that guy that intimidates me. As a fan, I'm sure it probably, I mean, aside from what he's able to actually do on the mound, I'm yeah. sure there's probably nothing that intimidates his opposition from a from a personality standpoint. Like, that guy stepping up to the mound, or that guy giving some little rah-rah speech, which... Don't know what those were back in the, the, yeah. Well, you know, guys, I, I don't know, you know, like what 
There is yeah. nothing about that guy. He sounds like a Muppet. Yeah. And it, just... it, it, it's, it sucks for you as, as Yankee fans that like, this is your, I mean, judge obviously, but from a, from a pitching standpoint that like, this is your guy. Yeah. That this is the guy that you have to look to as your ace because from a performance standpoint, sure. I mean, the postseason we can talk about that. That's a separate conversation. Performance standpoint, he's great. But there's just there's something that's so unfulfilling about having a guy like that, but there's no yeah. persona behind it. There's no intimidation yeah, factor behind it. And you're just saying he it's just not clutch. I'm sorry. He's not he's not thick skinned at all and i think he has like this idea of himself that he's roger clemens on the inside but he's not you know what i mean he's just a dude just keep your head down and shut up and just pitch the way you're supposed to be pitching but like i don't i don't need that out of you 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 need to just be the silent leader because you're you're not that guy you're not the demonstrative guy where you can like from 200 feet away point out Bader and say I got you and then immediately give up a home run 10 straight home uh, 10 straight starts with a home run I believe so yeah that's that's ace stuff right there yeah I mean I I I would love to see them go I, I think they need to add like a really really solid arm I don't Frankie Montas I don't even know he looks like Gary Sanchez doesn't he Look at Frankie Montas. You said it looks just like, and I'm like, is that Gary coming back? Finding a way back. Finding a way. He looks just like him. Looks just like him. So Frankie Montas is our four next year. I'm cool with that. I mean, I like Cole, Nestor, and Severino. I think are a pretty good, you know, top three of the of the uh rotation but but everybody else i mean i'm done i'm just i'm done i can't wait for nestor to be in boston i don't know why you think that'll happen i don't know what leads you to think that way that's what people say back in march who when i was talking about the phillies that's what they said said what would lead you to think that way look at their division so just just sit tight I don't know what you're thinking about with Nestor at all. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, I'm just saying he's gonna end up in Boston. Why? When? Because he are you will. saying like eight years down the road from now? At some point, I don't know when he just will. At some point, he he will be donning that uniform. That's all I'm. Is saying. that what you think? That's what I know. Uh, another thing that I know is that the Astros. We're not having any of it uh, this week. The look, I know I, I'll be the first to say they're. He's under control until twenty twenty six. By the way, and it'll that's be thirty one. Twenty 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 seven. Count on it. Um, at thirty two years old. Yep, nasty All nester. Right. Uh, I hate to admit this, but man of integrity. Hand up. I'll be the first to admit that the Astros social media admin gets under my skin the most across all teams in baseball, which is a good thing as somebody who works in social media. And we were just talking about this. Like if you're able to, 
if you're able to say and do things that get under people's skin, but you're not doing it like in a necessarily mean way, it, it just speaks to how like that, that you're, you're doing something right. And Mm -hmm. they get under my skin a lot. And it's because they, whoever runs that account does a fantastic job. And boy, oh boy, were they letting it eat last night. They were not, they were not, they were not hearing any of it. They, they were throwing all sorts of jabs left and right. There was one, uh, they, they actually posted a video. I think it was at Maldonado where he says they, they asked for Houston. They got Houston. Um, they put out a tweet. I know this is just really fun for you right now. So just, just hang on. They, uh, they put out a tweet before the game or no, this was after, uh, Chaz McCormick's home run. It says taking a chomp out of the big apple after the game, they quote tweeted it and says it was salty by the way, just because the Yankee fans were all up in their mentions. Uh, there was, they put up a tweet where it said it was a picture of Bregman and Altuve hugging. I think Pena's in there and they're all hugging and it says no wind with a D no wind, just wins with an S thought that was good. I mean it was it was all night. They they were, it was relentless. It was relentless. Said y'all wanted us, y'all got us. They they weren't having it. And and it just stems from the confidence that those those guys are playing with right now. And I hate I hate that this last week has made me appear to be some sort of like Astros fan. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying they're the most and there was people there's people in the that facebook post went off by the way the uh which one the the one about fans calling or using the astros scandal as a crutch mm-hmm. 5 years later mm-hmm. for some reason that just really triggered people on facebook and people still weren't getting it they were like well once a cheater always a cheater and i'm like well no it's possible years down the road we might hear about some some scandal from the year 2022 but it's safe to assume with the amount of eyeballs that they have on them and they and that they've had on them since the scandal we can safe safely assume that that's maybe not the case this year who knows can't say for certain but it's yeah. i'm just going to assume that if that's the case then you have to look at the astros for what they are and that's the most most complete team in baseball and people still weren't getting that i know it's true and i mean i think i think the argument in in the main sting that remains from 2017 is the fact that there was no there was just a slap on the wrist you know what i mean there was no there was no actual suspension there was no fine there was no nothing that like actual players received And the Astros organization, you know, you can argue that they, you know, having to change GMs and then, you know, having to change managers and then, you know, just there's a lot of stuff happening there. I think what bugs me about Astros fans, not the Astros, the Astros fans, is they give this whole like us against the world persona. But it's like you as an organization put yourself there. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like you... You can't just say that there's hate and pretend that, you know, it's us against the world when it's it's self-induced. So that's what bugs me about Astros fans. As far as the Astros team goes, you have Bregman, Altuve, and Gurriel. And Maldonado, I think. 
that were there in 2017? Possibly. Right? Your Don wasn't there. Doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? And I think, actually, kind of going back to the Yankees, what I was thinking about with the Yankees fans is that the Yankees fans are holding on to things that like the players weren't there for in 2017. Like 2017, you had Judge and Hicks. A couple guys in the bullpen. Side note, Maldonado Luis. got there in 18. 18. So Maldonado wasn't even there. Yeah. So I was like, and I was... I saw some stuff on Twitter was like when, cause guys were getting to first base and Rizzo was talking with them. Like they were kind of chatting back and forth and smiling or whatever. And I was like, Rizzo wasn't there. IKF wasn't there. Donaldson wasn't there. Trevino wasn't there. Bader wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like half these guys have moved on. It's the fan bases that are hanging on to stuff that just, it's not there. And it, you can't take anything away from, Yes, I hate them. It's not going to... Yes, I still hate them. I can't stand the Astros. I hate the organization. I hate them from top to bottom. They bug me because they're good. This team is good. This team belongs here. Dusty Baker is one of the greatest managers to ever step on the field. This team belongs here. Simple as that. And they have guys that show up and they pick each other up. And Jordan had a, tor- a terrible season or a terrible series. Horrible. Altuve, horrible. Really job well done on, on the Yankees pitching staff for getting those two guys, you know, down in the dumps. But you have other guys that step up. Jeremy Pena is the real deal. Bregman is, I think, what they said last night on the, he's, he's now has the most RBIs by a third baseman in postseason history. I think he's up there with home runs as well. McCormick in center field. Popping the ball out when he needs to. Right? Like you have guys that just, they step up. Christian Vasquez is a proven winner. He knows what he's doing. Genius for, for Dusty Baker to be like, okay. Let's get Christian Vasquez and Trey Mancini involved because of how long they've been in the AL East. And they know what's going on with the Yankees. So it's it's a complete team. They don't make mistakes, and they really make you pay when you make them. You can't, you can't argue against that. You can be as mad as you want about a team five years ago. I'm still pissed too. Most baseball fans are. Because that's a big just black smear of disgrace across our game. And yes, you can argue that other teams were doing it. And yes, I think it's naive to only think that the Astros were doing it. But it's hopefully done now and we're back to normal baseball and normal baseball has shown that this current 2022 Astros team is probably the most complete team. Phillies, Astros, World Series, uh, RIP to the Padres and Yankees. Nate, if you had, you get one wish for the 2023 season as a Yankees fan. What What is your one wish? Judge, for sure. More Definitely so than, than dumping Boone and Cashman. Yeah, I would wow. prefer to have Judge back. I really would. I think, um, yeah. Definitely. 
And I, I think, I think other teams need to look at the Astros and be like, this is the depth that you need. They have a, they, they could have six starting pitchers that could come at you right now and do well. This is the depth you need. And people say, well, what do you have to show for it with all this depth? They're at least giving themselves the opportunity. That's the that's the thing. Like people can say all they want about the the projected win totals for the Yankees halfway through. They're on on pace for like 120 wins, whatever. They're they don't even have a chance. Even if even if the right. Astros don't win the World Series, if the Phillies truly are a team of destiny, the Astros are at least giving themselves a chance. And how do they yeah. do that? Because they're complete. They have depth, and they're just a good baseball team. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really well key. put together. And I, I just, I, it's crazy that no one even thinks about talking about Kyle Tucker. That's what's weird. <laughs> it's like no one even, you could talk about the Astros all day and you could hear multiple people never mention Kyle Tucker's name. And that guy had 30 and 100 this year. He's going to be an all star for more, more seasons to come. Like that guy is going to be a very solid hitter in the middle of the lineup. And no one talks about him. This is a deep team. This is a well put together team. Uh yeah. So start looking at what it's doing. But yes, going back to my wish. Yeah. I I uh I'm gonna start to feel like a Mets fan if we don't bring back Judge. I can send you the 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 shirt and hat back if you want. If you want to kick off your wardrobe. I might as well, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And now it's like, I've got no, I don't have good football to watch. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're going to gain a lot of weight. You could spend some of your free time using Manscaped. I'm going to sit in the dark. I'm going to cry and eat a lot of cheese. Well, if you sat in the dark, you could still use Manscaped because it has an LED light. It's true. It is true. Oh, it's true. It's true. That thing that thing comes in handy. Yeah. A nice little LED light. But as you know, support for the 30 Take is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family. Jules. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 30TAKE. You know that code well. It's our social handle, all caps, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code 30TAKE. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. 20% off. Go. It's only 10% off on their website. So do the math. Yeah, you're running out of time. You are. Dude, I can't believe tickets to last night's game were $20 to get into Yankee Stadium. Got to get people there somehow. For a playoff game. Yeah. But I'm told it's a zoo. It used to be. I was told it was a zoo. It's it's and you could get in for twenty dollars. Yeah. I mean, the money you saved for Manscaped, you probably could have gotten in there. You could have gotten it's true Manscaped hand to take it to a 
Yankees postseason game, the Yankees funeral. Um, that's really all I got. Unless you got anything else, I'm dead inside, so I have nothing. I'm out of feelings. I'm out of emotion. I will never get high on this team again. Okay. Okay. I will. I will not get high on this team again. Yeah. Until okay. the until the trophy is lifted and hoisted above whatever manager's head. I will not have my expectations at, at a high point anymore. I know you're in a dark, deep place right now, but be careful no, because I'm this is going to come back to this is going to come you back. Can, you can you can save this clip. You can repost it at any point. They could win 40 straight games next year during the regular season. I won't care. None of it will matter. I will not care until we are in the Fair World enough. Series. Fair enough. Done. Done feeling this way. Done getting my expectations up. Done getting let down. Done. Fair enough. I will lower my expectations all the way down. Because this team has not acted like the New York Yankees in a long time. We got to get out of here. Uh, Bruce Bochy was announced as the rangers manager we will get into that more in the off season uh we just got a lot going on this week so we won't be able to cover that in depth but uh certainly we'll be getting into any and all managerial transactions player Mm -hmm. you 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 guys know the deal you've been here Mm -hmm. before you know what we'll get into uh but other than that we have world series preview episode coming thursday we'll have our picks and predictions and we will See you guys there. Don't be like me. I made the mistake of chasing curveballs. You can't. Never again. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.